both of you. If you're trying to attack the body of the player and just try to harm him or try to distract, like just hit him in a sense, that's not a basketball play. That's literally away from the basketball. So it doesn't make sense that um, it wouldn't be anything less than a flagrant two. I was in my sleep, you know, just peacefully dreaming. Matter of fact, I, I lied. I wasn't peacefully dreaming. I had a bad dream, actually. I had a dream that the world was coming to an end. It was Armageddon, if you really want to know what I mean. I, it was chaos, straight chaos, right? And I was just there, and then all I hear was, ding! You know what I'm saying? A big thunder sound just came and woke me up out my sleep. I thought it was over. I was like, it's a wrap. I, I hope I did good the day before, because I'm like, man, oh, man, it's a wrap. It's, it's clipped. But you know what? You know, it was a little thunder. It stopped. I went back to sleep. I got back up, and I'm feeling like the man today with a plan today. And, man, we got a plan. We got a planned out show. We got an agenda to remember, and it's going down today. I mean, the NBA playoffs just keep getting better and better. And yesterday was a microcosm of my statement that I just said, like, literally 10 seconds ago about the NBA playoffs getting better and better. And, man... The sports world is about to blow up. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's going down. And we might as well kick it off with our first topic that we have here on today's agenda. The Warriors rally in a thriller over the Grizzlies, 117 to 116, and overcomes a Draymond Green ejection, controversial ejection. Draymond Green, after the game, says that his ejection versus the Grizzlies was a reputation thing. Do we agree? Um, were you uh, what was the, the the Draymond flagrant foul like were you hurt on that at all or I mean no I mean I can you know I can I can like take a hit man he just you know he's been known for flagrant fouls in his career I've watched him on TV my whole life it feels like so I wasn't really shocked but you know I'm a I'm a dude I don't really like like the flop or none but he did uh, hit me pretty hard twice really when I saw it again so yeah I mean it's just us coming out and playing our, our ball. I, I'm not really worried about it or none. I mean, it's not shocking that he did that. It's something he's done in the past. So, um, yeah. And it's crazy, Zay, because I was watching the whole entire game. And then I got distracted at that as that play was going on because I was actually having a conversation with my parent. And, you know, I'm kind of distracted at that moment. And then I'm glancing at the TV. I'm hearing what my mom is telling me. And I'm listening to her. I'm glancing at the TV. I see Draymond Green, you know, throw, you know, hyping up the crowd. I'm like, wait, hold up. Is this Antonio Brown 2.0? Like, I thought he had a, a mental breakdown. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Am I really seeing the same thing that I seen a couple months ago when Antonio Brown got off the football field with his shirt off, leaving the game just like that? And then, obviously, I realized that it was a, it was a foul and they was reviewing the play. And I'm looking at the play. I'm like, wait, hold up, hold up, hold, hold up. I mean, this is how soft the NBA is today. This is what we really doing out here. I couldn't believe it. And um, I think Draymond Green, <laughs> to answer the question, yes, I agree with Draymond Green. I think it is a reputation thing. Just like how I see when Scott Foster reps the game of CP3. Any game, especially in the playoffs, that CP3 plays in, chances are he's going to have a bad game. I don't know if it's just a mojo thing, if it's just a coincidence, but I know when Scott Foster... When he coaches that game or calls that game, CP3 has a bad game. I know DeMarcus Cousins, he's going to get a tech of game, especially when it comes to the reps, you know. So I think it is a reputation thing when it comes to Draymond Green, you know, and that's just what it is. I think when you look at this game, 
and the fact that they literally kicked him out of a pivotal playoff game, knowing how much he means to this team, is really ridiculous. I think it's cold-blooded. It's heartless to, to, to let somebody go like that in that game, knowing how much he means to this team. Because when you look at what he could do, being able to defend the paint area and the perimeter, right? And he was that big guy that they needed for Jaron Jackson. I mean, this is the game that Jaron Jackson had his coming out party. The guy was going off. The guy had about 19 points and five threes in the second half alone without Draymond Green. Obviously ended up finishing with 33 points on six of nine shooting from the arc and 10 rebounds. I mean, the Warriors this season with Draymond Green was 34 and 12. Without Draymond Green, they were 19 and 17. Okay, let's not forget what he does on the offensive side of the ball, being able to play make and read the field, read the court, and able to make the right plays. And that allows Jordan Poole, that allows Klay Thompson, that allows Steph Curry to play off ball, and they roll through Draymond. Draymond Green is a facilitator in the engine of this offense. So to kick him out over something that was just pity pat to me was ridiculous. And then after the game to see Brandon Clark go on this, little tirade about um his pass and pass fragrance. I thought it was weak. It was a weak move by him, himself. Um, I didn't expect his voice to be like that. I mean, the guy sounded like a girl. But nevertheless, Jordan Poole was the reason why the Warriors were able to overcome that. And the Warriors in general, the championship DNA saved the day. That's just what it is. The championship DNA saved the day. And Jordan Poole has been saving the day with this one ability that has been unleashed in this game, which is to play make. I mean, when you look at this game and you look at his assists, okay, the newfound development of his playmaking skills, he had about six assists in that game. Yeah, six. Okay, so this guy been been able to just add that element to his game. We all know he can score. We all know he can get to the rack. We all know he can shoot the three ball. But his new profound ability to play make saved the day for the Warriors, along with some little nuances that I will get to in my second go round. Zay, I pass that rock to you. So yeah, I think um actually I'm gonna go with the opposite effect um uh, take. I think the um his ejection was actually warranted that flagrant too. Um when he watched the play again, he swatched down with one hand towards his face. It wasn't even actually going for the basketball itself. So right there, that's already a flagrant one. And then when the shots are ready up, he's pulling his jersey down to drag him to the floor. That's not a basketball play. I think if he would have went down and tried to grab his arms or try to do something in the nature where after actually going after the basketball then the referees would have called it a flagrant one or even a, not a common foul just because he's make, trying to make a basketball play and go after the basketball. But if you're trying to attack the body of the player and just try to harm him or try to distract, like just hit him in a sense, that's not a basketball play. That's literally away from the basketball. So it doesn't make sense that um, it wouldn't be anything less than a flagrant two. I understand that his um, reputation of being a, a, a hard fouler could, uh, could um, continually be the rep quote-unquote reputation of the refs or – the, the media or whatever, but when you see a lot of these plays that Draymond does, like kicking people in the nuts, when he did it with Steve Adams, he did it to James Harden, he did it with a lot, a lot of different guys, eye pokes. You know, Draymond Green has a, has a habit, have habitual habits and situations where he has made some plays that's questionable. I'm not going to call him dirty because I don't think he's trying to purposely harm anybody, but the plays are, are not clean. They're not clean basketball plays. This is not, this is not uh, you know, street basketball. You can just poke somebody in the eye and be like, all right, yeah, you're bull. <laughs> like it doesn't work like that. I think Draymond Green, he's um so he's teetering the line because he has he has a voice. You know he's vocal about a lot of different things, and we all know he's just trying to play hard. You know Pat Beverly plays hard too. 
But there's a lot of plays where Pat Belly's plays are questionable. He's playing too. He's trying to hurt people. He um calls um Westbrook years ago to tear his ACL. You know, he he's constantly just diving on the ball. I remember I think one of the first games back, Mike Conley came back from a back injury years ago. He dives on the ball and tries to rip the ball from Mike Conley, trying to like bending his spine in a sense. But you know, it's it's just hard play. But you know, a lot of people call it dirty or they go, it's definitely questionable to say the least. I think that's why the flagrants are there to say what's a, what's a questionable foul and what's not. And I think if this the roles were reversed and Jaron Jackson Jr. <clears throat> excuse me, swiped down the ball and fouled Steph Curry the way um, that Draymond Green fouled Brandon Clark, we'll be having a whole different conversation. We'll be talking about how Triple J is a, a dirty player or how the Grizzlies are overplaying the, uh, the Warriors and like they're dirty players or they're the new bad boy Pistons, yada, yada, yada. I think the narrative can easily be sp- spun it, depending on who the player is and how, how things are working. So I think, you know, Draymond Green got a little overzealous. He, want, he wants to win. You all see that. He has a desire to win. We'll never take that from him. He wants to make the winning play. But, you know, the play is definitely a little questionable. It definitely teeters the line of, is it a basketball play? Is it not a basketball play? Like I said, I don't think it's a basketball play. He swiped hard down with his right hand towards the guy's face and then threw him on the floor after the play was already over. So, you know, I think the refs called it right with the ejection. Um, I, But just a like, real quick recap of the game. I thought the game was excellent. I think Jordan Poole is having an excellent stretch, and I think it's going to get to the point where the Warriors have to make a really tough decision on how they plan to keep him. You might have to get rid of Wiggins. You may have to look at, is Clay going to stay here for longer? We don't we don't know how it's going to work because he's going to demand a max contract. The man's playing the max money right now. 31, 8, and 9 off the bench. Crazy. You can't, you can't look better than that. Five threes. This guy's really killing it on the court, and I think um, he's a, he completes what the Warriors are trying to do for their future. We all see it, but we just have to see how it's going to mesh if they're trying to keep Clay, keep Wiggins uh, all together when everyone's making a lot of money on that court, on that team. I think when you look at that, Cole, before I get into the game, I would say that one thing that I do know about what I saw the last two series is that the Grizzlies benefited from the wrestle. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. The Grizzlies bought their game, but the Reds bought their whistle too, okay? Mm-hmm. When you look at that last series against the Timberwolves, it was a lot of questionable calls that favored the Grizzlies. And so far in game one, I mean, it transferred over. And maybe it's just the Grizzlies style of running downhill and attacking the, the, the paint and that ball pressure at the rim. Maybe it's that that gets them these calls. I don't know. But I do know in a playoff game like that, I just think you got to cut Draymond Green some slack. I would have probably went flagrant one at worst. And I know everything got its own criteria. But I think right there at that pivotal moment to watch some good basketball, the game was off the meat rack. I mean, I just want to do it. I know I wouldn't have done it, but they did it. And I think it's because Draymond Green gets that reputation and they want to make an example. Now he's one more flagrant two away from missing another pivotal game. When we all know in that finals, I always say this. No shot, excuse me, against Cleveland. They did what they had to do. They came back. They played good. They won that game seven. But if Draymond Green didn't get suspended in that game five, I firmly believe the Warriors would have packed that series up at home in that game five, and it would have been a wrap, me personally. And that was a bad call then because LeBron James had his sack on his guy head. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's disrespectful. Okay, so... We already know he definitely does not get the benefit of the doubt from the referees, and we can't deny that portion. But I would say this. The fact that the Warriors was able to overcome Jaron Jackson and Brandon Clark being on the floor together at once was 
insurmountable when you consider the size of the Warriors. I mean, when you have Brandon Clark and Jaron Jackson on the floor, even with Draymond Green, that's a mismatch down low. Now, without him, I'm like, wait, hold up. They're not supposed to win this game, but mm -hmm. they won this game. They even got rebounds down the stretch. And that's why when I get to that last play, and one of the biggest plays of the game, if not the biggest play of the game that nobody's going to talk about, was Clay Thompson on that last play in his defense. Because he missed two free throws. He didn't have his best game, first of all. He didn't have his best game. And he missed two pivotal free throws that I'm accustomed to him making. Mm -hmm. Just literally just brick, just missed him. Mm -hmm. The next play, he took on a challenge to take Morant full throttle, full speed, and he stayed in front of his man and made, made that shot a tough shot for John Morant to make. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to my point that I want to make and the comparison that I want to make because on that play, that was good defense. A lot of people say, oh, when you get an Achilles injury, that hinders your defense, and your defense is a game that will be the most affected off an Achilles injury. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just effort, bro. Sometimes defense is just effort. I seen the last play of the Celtics and, and the um, Nets and Durant, who obviously came off an Achilles injury. He's looking at the clock, lost sight of his man, and guess what? The Celtics won the game at the buzzer. Mm -hmm. The Warriors did something that the Nets failed to do in a game one situation that went down to the wire, which was still a game. The Warriors stole this game. They got that game in the back. Now, they deflected home court to them. That's what the Nets should have did. If they played defense, if Kevin Durant was not looking at the clock, they would have stole the game, and that really can change the outlook of an entire series. Still in that game, went on the road like that because of effort is why the Warriors or who the Warriors are. Can you dig it? Sports Radio Network is here. Revolutionize the game of media. Do you dig, dig?